for Thursday night, November the 23rd, 2006. This is episode 9 of the Anime Roundtable. Good evening everyone, this is Mike Nichols. Tonight on the show we'll talk a little bit about Makoto Shinkai and wonder about his place in the current anime scene. We'll also talk about the concept of the alternate universe in anime and manga narratives. All that, and a look back on the first weekend of the Video Game Console War 2006. That's coming up next from Toronto on thecomicden.com. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers, technical host, or any other official associations of this program. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. And the podcast now commences. Good evening once again. Mike Nicholas here. If you've come for an ass-kicking, you've come to the right place. And if that doesn't satisfy you, Neil Sinclair, James Austin, and Dean Kolak are here to get their asses kicked as well. Speaking of people who got their asses kicked, um, how about those opening weekends for PS3 and Wii? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, after after the taping on Thursday night, yeah, I did pass by um, Best Buy in Mississauga. Lineup wasn't as long as I thought because I think people just has, at that point I just said you know if they were far enough back in line they knew where they knew what their place was and it wouldn't be with the PS3. Either line, that or someone came by and said line that's ends it. here. That's it. Cut. <laughs> I mean, um, Future Shop the line was even shorter, right? And then I knew it. 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 Riots ensued. Somebody got shot. Was that in Canada? Or <laughs> no, this was, this, was, this was in Connecticut. Uh, somebody got, like, a bunch of um, armed thugs tried to rob a Connecticut, PS3 line. <laughs> Only I, in Connecticut, I, I, right? I, I also heard something about, like, there was, like, a... Uh, I like to know how you cannot foresee this. A drive-by this. by, like, either a Best Buy or, or a Future Shop or something where they the guys who were passing by shot people with a BB gun. I found that kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard not know, to. Like, it's kind of hard not to laugh I, at times at this. I, I don't know. I just cannot I mean, justify it's, it's, wanting to like. Wait I mean, I have to be honest. It's just hard not to not to laugh. Well, I'm especially sorry. when you, we find out now that there was it was a actually created shortage. So <laughs> yeah, or whatever it is, but I, nonetheless, and and what and um, yeah, what we talked about last week, where people where. You know, homeless guys were being paid again here. I, oh, I heard yeah, that in Toronto, that. they were actually bartering and got up to five hundred bucks to stand at Bay and um, Dundas to do that at the Best Buy there mm-hmm. at to the stand Center. in line for the PS3 or at for the Eaton Center, or as I like to call it, the Eaton Memorial Center because Eaton don't exist anymore. Yeah. Just oh well, they still have the statue. Oh, they still you can still, you can still they, shine. They, that, they didn't the kick wrong? anyone off premises for waiting in line or anything. No, no, no. Because I remember reading something that they like started getting people to you know not line up and anymore and stuff. Mm, well, as I said, at a point you knew your place, right? So if you were too far 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 enough back and it didn't take too much, that was probably it. I mean, as I said, uh, places were lucky to get even fifty as a general well, rule. It- Depends on where you went because I know some places said they may have got five if they were lucky or thirteen. That's why, I said 50, that's why I said fifty. If fifty was well, actually fifty would have been great. Uh, you know who? And you know who's the indirect winner of this? We 
We, you know what? The thing <laughs> is, too many. No, there are weeks. There, the thing was like we was ready, and I think people who lost out on the initial weekend <coughs> for um, PS3, turn your head and cough. Uh, <laughs> those who lost out on PS3 uh, at, on opening weekend, you know, just turned around and bought a Wii, and and they had a better chance at doing so because the stocks were better. Mm, and I'm not sure if it was much better because a buddy of mine was trying to get his Wii as well over the weekend and. Yes, wait until Friday when Best Buy apparently gets more. Yeah, but at least, at least, at least you know you can go E4. back on Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah this the same buddy got the Zelda game and it's like sitting on his bed. You know, but the thing is, on. he's getting it sooner than I think they'll re- be able to. You will see the first restocks of PS3. Uh, well, so, uh, um, you know, but they, still they, there are issues. Like I know the Globe and Mail talked about the Canadian launch, and they said. Well, at least you're getting it the week after, stuff like that. But there's still problems with Zelda, not enough copies floating around, which is kind of hard to believe when whoever is buying a system is buying Zelda. Probably. The other problem, of course, is many people know is accessories. Everyone wants accessories like controllers and nunchucks and all that mm-hmm. for many systems. And you never Sticks get enough of, of those. death up. for our British listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. Oh, yeah, since, There's since strangling are, uh, things once since, they're connected together. Since I guess we're talking international, just quickly, happy Thanksgiving to everyone in the States, uh, all our listeners in the States, uh, both of you. Um, wow. <laughs> we're, we're, getting we're living up in the world. We're, we're moving up. <laughs> Better than... Yeah, I think it's a, a difference from last week. I don't know if it's up And you now. heard about the, 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 the Zelda rating bitching, too. Oh, what is it? Um, I forget, was it Enlightened. Game, was it it was GameSpot, GameSpot, actually. GameSpot gave, had dared to give Zelda an 8.8 instead of a 10 out of 10 for a game that hasn't been released on a system that hadn't been released, and people were all incensed that they could do this. Um, well, they probably like, have grow I, up. I, I hate to tell you, there's the a game. lot of well, sites on the grow up fanboys. Jesus. I mean, the thing is, like, GameSpot would probably have had the system a few weeks in advance in a couple games. I, I I'm not Fine. sure how far they got ahead because the way they got it a week before, so they only had a week to play it. So that makes me wonder how far in the game they got. But that aside, the sites, the reviews from magazines, whatever you may call. I personally just don't care anymore unless it's a mediocre game and I want to know if it's crap or at least halfway decent. People always are but, going to give Zelda high ratings because Zelda's farts smell like vanilla. Always. But there's but but I mean that doesn't Zelda mean it's a Zelda good Zelda. Game. <laughs> Zelda is Zelda, you know. I mean it doesn't that I mean just the name does not make the game. I it's think if you have brand, enjoyment brand name always, you know, takes takes a certain amount of weight though. Um I haven't played a Zelda game in years, though. Are they that good still? I would <laughs> say this one, from the way I've heard and from what I've seen, it, it looks to be really interesting, and it seems to look like one of the best ones since Ocarina of Time because the other ones seem to have been, I don't know, either shorter or just had annoying <coughs> gimmicks. But as like a, going around a ship to find... But as oh, a next-generation game, does it cut the mustard? It's not a next-generation game. It's a port of a GameCube game onto the Wii, which is a next-gen console. So doesn't that but, give it automatically but, back some up, criticism? Back up. Yes, that's one, some of the criticism. I would definitely knock it down unfair. at least one or two points simply because of that. I, I wouldn't give it because we all know that a lot of next-gen technology, a lot of the launch games are rushed and stuff like that. You know what I mean? If someone said, oh, it's a Commodore 64 game ported to the PS3, I, it's not going to be the greatest game on the planet. Unless pers- it was the greatest game on the planet before. I personally don't care about the graphics per se, 
But I would have to say that with the controlling scheme for the Wii or any controlling scheme where it takes a different approach, say so to speak, you need to make sure that the controls are at least spot on when you move it from a different system. You know what I mean? Well, different because, doesn't mean better. True enough. But I got to uh, ask, did you buy a Wii? Um, I should have one tomorrow from my inter- independent oh. broker, so to speak. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to try to uh, sell a bunch of stuff and like PS2 stuff and... Hopefully, maybe scrounge enough to get a Wii. Yeah, you, you and your uh, new MacBook Pro. Yeah, it's pretty much taking me away from Final Fantasy XII. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I think that's kind of important to know a computer. But. Oh, yeah, you mentioned one other thing. You want to talk to Neil on this one? Because you mentioned you just saw an anime that just about everyone else has for the first time. Oh. Uh, oh, 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 oh. You might as well well, it's, it wasn't my first time watching it, because I watched it while I was in high school. It was just the first time I actually sat through and within the span of three or four days finished everything. That's pretty good. And it was a good series. I mean, I, I personally liked Asuka a lot as a character. <laughs> I don't know, it's maybe, maybe I'm just used to that, you know, the um, female character being, you know, having the love-hate relationship with the main character. But I mean, I've heard so many things about, you know, it's supposed to be like a uh, mind trip and, you know... Supposed to be all messed up and stuff, and I don't know. I just so the problem was you got it. That's what you're saying. I guess I got it, but it wasn't really like I, I expected it that it would be like all messed up and stuff. And I mean, the last two episodes of the TV series were kind of odd, but but you can yeah no I know I agree. Um, I think that a lot of people let's say it's mind blowing. You know, haven't what what was that horrible thing we watched the first two episodes of? Mm-hmm. That, oh, um... Oh, the, you know, the acid colors? You're thinking, uh... What's that? Uh, was that? Vampire... Was it, no, it wasn't the vampire Hoshin, thing. Was it, no, it wasn't Hoshinengi. I forget what it was called. Was it Shodayama? Yes, it was. Was it, like, by any chance, have to do with, like, a dude who changes into, like, some kind of more powerful being called Soul Taker? That was it, Soul Taper Taker. There was some piece of crap. There, there. <laughs> um... There was something that was, I guess, supposed to be mind-blowing, but I just thought it was crap. You saw all of it? or just I didn't see thing? all of it. No. Um, yeah. No, that's, that's one of the series I want to watch next, just because it got canceled. It just, it just didn't appeal to me after the first, say, 15 minutes. I mean, I didn't... I, don't, it, I tried. I, I, I kind of like that hot, hot-blooded, you know, uh, shows, you know, where, like, the guy goes all, like... Um, Hot-blooded. Berserk? And stuff like that. <laughs> goes like, berserk? Yeah. Like, berserk? <laughs> oh. I, don't, I don't mind, I mean, I don't mind that, but I just, I didn't like the style. Um, and, and I mean, a lot of the, the visual appeal really does change the story for me. I mean, have you seen uh, Gilgamesh? I've seen, like, an episode or two. Ugly characters, extremely ugly characters, really good series. So well, the same could be applied. Know, well, the same could be said about the original canon series. Oh, yeah. It has horrible <laughs> art, in my opinion. But I mean, That's the story's pretty good because everyone looks like they're around eight years old, including the mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm just—I don't know. It's just the art style was odd. I mean, uh, recently I read on some anime blog where, like, I honestly can't remember if, if the characters actually had these huge Brian Mulroney style chins. But in, in, in the pictures that this guy posted, like they were all, that, they were all yeah. huge chins and everything. It was funny. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, a vi- the, vi- uh, the visual impression is, I mean, 90 per- 90% of, I mean, it's, it, it's a visual medium. Anime is a vid- visual medium. Um, but I think a lot of times you can get around that, too. I mean, if you 
I mean, here's, here's a perfect example, Escaflone. Um, how are you with Escaflone? And I've only seen like a few episodes uh, okay. sporadically. Okay, let's, right, let's hear your theory. Because a lot of people really hate the noses. Same with the uh, Macross Plus. I can see it more in Escaflone. I, Whereas, I don't care much for the noses. Um, like they, they had really long noses, like 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 it, gone to the vanishing point of infinity kind of length of noses. But then I <laughs> I just watched something called what was it called Red Garden? Um, recently it was Red Garden and ugly characters. Ugly American characters with huge noses. And these weren't, like, pointy noses. These were, like, giant potatoes in the middle of their faces. What did you think of the designs for Big O? I like Big O. Big, well, Big O was Batman. Um, <laughs> Big O was just Batman, and I like, and I own all of Batman, and I own all, all of Big O, so... Or plus, Big, Big O's, you know, at the end of the episodes, you know, when the, the butler-type character makes all those... Con- like, the... You know what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. That that was cool. I I thought I think I thought Big O seriously rocked up. Big O also reminded me of uh, the style with Giant Robo. Uh huh. Oh yes. Yeah, okay. So I, I mean I I kind of like that. I like that. But I will also watch. You know I won't say I want to watch Candy Candy because I won't. But Fancy Lala. That's different. <laughs> so I mean I'll, I'll go for the I'll, I'll watch the whole soft flowery whatever. Um, but I'll also watch the kind of the Uber Shonen stuff too. But it, it just has to appeal to me. The style just has to appeal to me. And along with that, the story. I mean, because if, I mean, if it looks great and the story sucks, there's really no point. <laughs> That's true. Although, speaking of, since you mentioned the, um, that robot series, I, can't, I honestly can't remember. Giant Robo? Yeah, I, I think they're making a remake of either that or one of the other Robo series. And it's supposed to be like some huge joint production or something. And then also one of the um, uh, this was on Anime News Network. They they talked about one of the guys who actually created or directed one of the major uh, robot series passed away recently. I think oh, it was yeah. Getter Robo. Yeah, yeah Getter, exactly. Getter, Getter Robo. Robo died. That sounds so. Yeah. No, I, mean, I like that stuff. I mean, I, and you know my feelings about Gumbuster. Yeah, and happy, oh, happy, yeah, happy, that's... happy. Or February next, February. 97? I haven't. I have not pre-ordered because I'm a oh, cheap you. bastard. Um, You're gonna shop around. I'm gonna shop around <laughs> and. That's Unless, of course, it's part of a somebody's on crack sale later exactly. on, right? Exactly. Or that's uh, also hitting into convention season. Oh, yeah. So yeah. They're re-releasing the first one, right? They're re-releasing it's, the first one. Is yeah. it pretty much... Because uh, I know they had a Gunbuster renewal that was released. Two. Uh, there was a Gunbuster Gun- 2. That uh, there was Gunbuster complete- 2. I know of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but uh, there was also a Gunbuster... For the original series, the, a renewal line. So I was wondering... Which was like the remastered the version, remastered but version, it was only so. available in Japan. And, and that's, like, is that what they're releasing here? As far as I know, that's what it is. So basically, we're getting leftovers from five years ago. But still, cool. we're getting it, damn it. Finally. Um, and I also started watching Strain. Hmm. Um, here's a plug for that. Um, just because... Um, free form. It uh, really reminded me of Gunbuster. Hmm. Um, it had hor- you know, it had the horrible CG mechs, which I guess you can't really live without these days. I mean, it wasn't as bad as Vandred with that aspect. But um, in my I opinion like only, of course. That's one of the new shows from this season, right? Yeah. Oh. You know, young girl pilot goes yeah. into space, spunk, and I've, I've watched the first da, da, da. two episodes of it. It's just uh, usually whenever I think about it, I think about it in, in terms of the whole title okay. rather than just you know strain. I'm like strain. What the heck's that? What really impressed me was the u- the usual angst filled scream of heart rending. You know. Emotion actually occurred in the first episode. Ah, uh, yes. At the, the end of the yeah, as a, at the end of the first episode, as opposed to saying you know episode five or something. The, the, you the, fir- the first it. episode kind of reminded me of Victory Gundam. 
it had a it had a it had a it has a very Gundam, very Gunbuster feel to it. You might as well plug that name one more time. The full name is what is uh, it? I think it's Soko no Strain. And interestingly enough, the the only reason I started watching it is because apparently uh, the cast who's working on it, not the voice actors and such, but like directors, I guess, and animators and whatnot, also did Kimiga Nozomo Ayan, Rumbling okay. Hearts, which is coming out we from do, Funimation we, later this mm-hmm. year. Uh, it should be out in a month or so. Is it yeah, it's less. interesting difference, too. Or less. Or oh, less. Well, it's, yeah. it's like uh, night and day, because you yeah, have yeah. one which is, you know, a uh, slice of life drama, and then the other one's a mecha series. You've seen the original Gunbuster? Haven't. You should see it. Download it. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. Just before it comes and out, and then of course one. buy it later if you approve of it, <laughs> or delete and delete your copy. But um, yeah, check it out. It's, no, it is good. It it's is good. good. That's oh, not to classic. say that I. It's not like I don't already have it. Well, yeah. One of the coolest things I found about the production was the. Um, a lot of people argue that Gainax was like cutting corners, and there was a lot of black and white footage used in the later episodes. But it actually cost them more. To do the black and white, it was for effect. Yeah, for, for effect, yeah. Oh, yeah. effect yeah. and dramatic effect. It was for. I effect. remember it, like that very last episode. I think, it, but it, it 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 hammered itself really well. Yeah. it is worth seeing. So um, I guess mm-hmm. you really like Gunbuster. I really do, and basically the basic they described it as a cute girl and giant robot anime series at first, which of course is the exact same thing they said about Eva. So, <laughs> take that for what's take worth. that for what it's worth. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, okay, let's. Well, we should change topic and actually get uh, get down to the stuff we said we'd be doing. Okay, <laughs> down to business. Um, this week, a new trailer for Makoto Shinkai's latest project, major project, premiered online. Um, Yosoku Five Centimeters, or Five Centimeters per Second, is a trilogy of short films expected to come out next spring. Surprise, surprise, the trilogy seems to be about relationships over time and space and when they're resolved with reunions. While his other two works of note, Voices of a Distant Star and A Place Promised, were both well, very well received, and perhaps that's an understatement, is it safe to now place Shinkai in the same level as other directors like Miyazaki, Otomo, Rintaro, Khan, and Oshi? And if not, is he on his way to being on that level? Uh, just a quick question. Did anyone see the trailers? I didn't see the trailer. Okay, I'll show you the trailer. I have the trailer here. I'll show it to you during the break, okay? Okay. Well, I, I just saw the trailers. Well, I saw the first trailer, which came out a while back, whenever it came out, and then just last night, thankfully, to the nice technology known as YouTube, I saw the uh, recent one. You can also see it right directly off the off the um, movie's website. Um. You want to add something? Actually, I just wanted to ask. So it's a trilogy of movies. It's not just one movie. It's a trilogy of short films that'll be that'll be all like. Yeah, that's it's the like thing it, I didn't like understand. That all come out, you know. So it'll be released one. over like a, a period single of few re- months. No, single, single. I believe a single release in the spring. Um, mm-hmm. All three movies, and they're all somewhat related. Um, but I think, they're they're separate. They're like say, uh, the first one <laughs> is about girl A and guy B, and then the. Next short story is guy C and girl D, and then the last not one. Not quite, not quite. It's girl A, girl B. It tells about their parting. Second movie is about their reunion. The third movie is like something about another perspective on the so whole thing. So it's two girls then. Two guy, a guy oh. and a girl. Oh. So it's not a robot carnival. Totally no, it doesn't separate. feel that way. Okay. It, it like mm-hmm. looking at the trailer just doesn't feel that way. I mean that, and that, and this is a very sketchy outline of the plot from places like uh, Anime Info. But um, 
Yeah, but I mean the visuals, uh, and this has always been a, a hallmark of Shinkai's work. Um, beautiful, and you know when you know the whole backstory about how all of these were created. At least, uh, at least in Voices of a Distance, are they had a larger budget, but still, you know he kept the quality very high. He kept the standards very high, and they were still very impressive. But you know, is he ready? Well, I, I mean, I mean, he's only done two movies and a few short ones, like. Um he did some short, short things. She, called, my cat, or something, and which I mean, is included. He's, with he's also voices. worked doing animation for games. I think before he started doing the movies, but I mean, I think it's a little too early. Let let him come up with maybe a few more movies, maybe direct a TV series or something. Then maybe you can't say, "Oh no, he's Miyazaki." Um, you know, it's kind of a weird pressure because that's like when ADV brought out um, Place Promise last year. They hailed him as the next Miyazaki. As a matter of fact, I have the co- I have the cover right here. The pressure there. Yeah, no, I, I feel it's it's way too early. He's only done two movies. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's it's like you know, saying, for example, our beloved Toronto Blue Jays of Major League Baseball have if they just win two World Series and then you know we claim them that they're you know the best team ever, you know, or that they're you know the New York Yankees of Canada or something. You know, it's it's not hard to be the New York Yankees of Canada when you're the only team <laughs> in it. No, but I mean, like in terms of. Uh, that they're you know yeah. awesome and stuff you know it's just way too early that after two movies and a bunch of short ones and his upcoming third one third movie to just claim that he's gonna be like he's the new Miyazaki just it's way too early mm-hmm. well, I mean because I mean it could just be extreme he, he's been extremely lucky or you know there might be circumstances as to why the previous two movies I think it's yeah, one of those things well. where we under we start to understand his own backstory too because when we learned about you know the story when we first met heard about um voices of a distant star we heard it was a completely homemade project made on a fairly uh at the time not necessarily high level mac who did all and he did everything himself even voice even voiced it. he and his and his now wife voice acted like played the two main roles and then they re and that's actually a bonus track on the on the uh, adv release uh, re- uh repaired copies I, my, my version doesn't have that but you know I never traded it in um, so you know I mean you people start to understand this is like like um, Makoto Shinkai as a sort of not I, I don't, need, I, don't I can't <coughs> say I completely can know this but maybe a sort of rags to riches type story oh definitely certainly mm-hmm. or a certain certain nice rise to uh, hard work rise to success nothing and ways the whole fact that he you know did this all on his own you know it's kind of mm-hmm. ins- inspiring others yeah and that's and that seems to be it it kind of says you know you don't necessarily have to be you know super rich as long as you know what you're doing or even have a major studio backing you to make something to make something and that might be part of the bias over how people feel about this guy i got a criticism yeah oh we need (laughs) nothing wrong with that go right ahead um and and again i it's probably entirely unfounded so i'll say that first um it's a trilogy of of three short films yes um does this mean he can't go the distance? Distance in terms of what? Length of film. Well, but the last two movie, were, I would say, oh, proves, last two just were, proves that. The last two proved it, but I mean, I don't know. It's like as does, in, as in, like finally get to that level. Yeah, is this is and 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 again, the whole is this the next Miyazaki? I mean, if you looked at the first, Peter Jackson's first three films, you would never say is he the next Peter Jackson because his films were entirely different. What were the first three movies? Just refresh my memory. Um, Dead Alive, Meet the Feebles, 
and beautiful creatures. Which I'm sure creatures. not many would have. That, that profile, you know, really Heard hints at, you know, a, a director becoming, you know, the Lord of the Rings director. Yeah, I think it's like, <laughs> gee, a lot of Art. vomit. Hmm, pus and blood. Yeah, I can see Lord of the Rings. King Kong, yeah, remake of King Kong. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, budget. I think that, um, but again, Jackson has also gone into denial about some of his earlier stuff, which I also think is a shame. Yeah, it's not, no, you, it's, it's nice to say this is where you came from. Right? And there's something magical about it, zombies being fended off with a lawnmower. <laughs> that sounds that, I take it that's dead alive? That's dead alive. Um, it has pus in custard scene. Nice. It's it's possibly very disturbing. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like saying I was watching like uh, some hockey highlights last night, and um, uh, there was a fight. Uh, one of them involving a guy named Alexander Vishnevsky, and like he got bloodied up, and a lot of his a lot of it ended up on the ice. And one of the uh, sports commentators just said, mm, "That's good, Vishnevsky." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, let me let, let's let me uh, just go take uh, backtrack a little bit. I mean, we we talk about various uh, uh, other directors already, like Miyazaki, like Khan, like um, Oshi, like Otomo. I mean, what type of strengths do they have? What type of strengths does Shinkai have? Like when you look at each of their films, each of their films, look at Shinkai, um, and then look at Shinkai's films. What do you think? As, as constant strength. Well, for me personally, it's just the experience and them being around long, you know? Like, is there... I mean, the quality uh, of, of Shinkai's, I wouldn't say, is not... It's comparable to Miyazaki films. I'm not going to say that they're yeah. on equal footing, but I mean, they're comparable, and it's not like his artwork and direct, directing skills sucks. I mean, he's, not, he's made two gems yeah. so far, right? But I mean, just for me personally, it's just he needs to work at it a bit longer. I mean, uh, for one example, um, Gundam, because I'm a huge Gundam fan. Um, the original creator and director, Yoshiyuki Tamino, had done a lot of mecha series all the way up until he stopped really directing the Gundam series. And uh, in the past few years, a, I wouldn't say a lesser known, a non-well-known director took up the new Gundam series. But I mean, in comparison to the two, Tomino had a lot more behind him when he did the Gundam series versus the guy who did the Gundam C series who had done maybe one or two shows prior to it. Mm -hmm. For me personally, it's just a matter of experience. <coughs> I mean, um, okay, let me like, oh, I, I should quote the guy's sense, name. Though. His name is Mitsuo Fukada. I'm not going to talk about Gundam C. I just can't because I'll just bring a big bias I mean, against it. So. You don't like, like it? Oh, man. Like, yeah. I mean, the thing with Miyazaki films, they're... Yeah. Their storytelling, like their narrative, was always very strong, and then they're able to put a, a certain whimsicalness to it. Uh, I'd criticize Howl's Moving Castle, though. In what sense? Um, disjointed. Um, I haven't read the original book, but I find that a lot of his original stuff tends to um, feel a lot better. Moving Castle, just I don't know, it felt very rough and unfinished. I wonder mm -hmm. if it, that had to do with him coming in halfway through yeah. and having to pick up the pieces because that can be a hard thing to do with anyone. It was a documentary to make. I mean, <laughs> well, so wait, wait, he came in, there was a different director at first? Yeah. Because remember, he said, I'm going to retire. He always says Didn't that. Didn't his I'm son have something to do with the production too? I don't know. And his son is also doing Wizard of Earthsea. Oh yeah, we no, talked we about, talked which about is that yeah, already which is last week. No pressure there, ago. or yeah, we but, talked about yeah. the pressure. Anyway, um, like when you look at uh, like Ghost in the Shell and Ikira, you know its strengths were always like this neo, this way into the future, 
Mm-hmm. Fear yeah, technology accurate. type that things. Was, that was something that I found to be really messed up. I mean, up with with um, uh, Makoto Shinkai, like boring. With, with Makoto Shinkai's, like his works to this point, it's all his strength seems to be like play on nostalgia, mm-hmm. play on strict emotion. But his his plots can be very open ended sometimes with a lot of holes, and, and for the most part, hard to complete. It's up to you to interpret, even more interpret. Like more so, it doesn't. It's not as cut and dry to you, but he. But all the all those visuals, all those feelings that you come away watching any of his works, those seem to be the biggest strengths. I don't know if that's necessarily enough, or is it? Or do you think it's an? Do you think that's worth mentioning? That's that's the primary reason to watch a movie, isn't it? I mean, the, the way you feel. I mean, well, emotion is always one of those. I, I, I obviously things. say if I if there's a plot there that has you know more holes than the Titanic, then then I've got problems But with it too. But if it leaves you to think things out yourself, as opposed to necessarily actually being plot holes, that's a difference too. I th- like, I, as I said, it's just that I, I, we went, I, I wondered about some of his strengths. I mean, we, I mean, there are certain weaknesses, but you know, the strengths can still outdo them. And it sounds like they do for the most part with Shinkai's work. So, but the thing is... We're judging him by three works right now, yeah. or three major works, and maybe one short, another film, uh, to, uh, one or two other films to the side, like She Heard Cat. But um, you know, Shinkai is, you know, maybe uh, the comparisons <coughs> with some of the great directors at this point in time may still be unfair. I don't know how old this guy is. Does oh, he's know? he's probably like maybe late mid twenties or early thirties. Okay. I would assume so. I think. I don't think he's in his twenties. I think he's more in his thirties. But well, I know he's. Maybe, I know we can guarantee that he he's might young. be because I think he's born in the seventies. So mm-hmm. at worst, he can be thirty-six. <laughs> I, I still know he has a lot of room to grow and become. I, I, actually, you know, more since we were talking about how like his movies tend to, uh, you know, nostalgia and feelings, I would like to see him do something completely different, like suspense like, thriller. Or no, like something completely different, <laughs> like a sports series or something. A sports series, oh great! Something completely different. Name a sport. We need a curling anime. <laughs> no, yeah, what a golf anime! anime. That, that what that a golf anime! We have a golf anime so well. for a while now. I think we have one or two. Are you sure? I, I can't remember the last one ever created. A what? A golf anime? Yeah. Dando. What about a hockey anime? Uh, none. Although, although there was um, although there was like I know there's been one or two J dramas based on around hockey. Yeah. So, um, but I haven't seen that. You're right. I haven't seen that. Would definitely be something interesting oh. too. American football. There is one. I shield. I shield. One. Yeah. And of course, there's a endless, and I mean endless Ten. supply of baseball. anime and manga. Baseball, on tennis, baseball. tennis too. Tennis, uh, baseball, mm-hmm. softball, baseball. Oh, we're waiting for one. I mean, Suzuka. Japan's national sport. You got, you got track and field. Track and field. Yeah. You got track and field. You got boxing. Oh yeah. You, uh, you got one on judo. Your is famous yeah, for judo, yeah. right? Uh, anyway, so. I guess I guess the I guess uh, in the end, jury's still out on. Well, jury isn't out on Makoto Shinkai. His works are great, but you know, too early. Too I just early. personally, it's think, yeah, I, think I think it's make too it. early to uh, call him a you know a Miyazaki Genius or, director. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I mean, if, if you, as I said just just a few <laughs> minutes ago, right? Mm-hmm. Try giving him something completely different. See how he can handle that. Mm-hmm. I mean. I, I would think that uh, if he's really talented and skilled, that regardless of what the what the topic is or what he's trying to get out of it, it'll be good. If if he's skilled, I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. In that case, I'd like to see uh, Miyazaki do something entirely different. 
Oh, I'd love to see that too. Because he's always well, he's got tried that, different things anyway. He's tried different so. things, but he's always got that eco awareness, um, non existent um, Europe in the 1930s ish. Or early, um, early 20th century. Early, early 20th centuries. Um, somewhat European kind of flavor. Yeah, I guess that, and that's a strength to Miyazaki. But, but and, you know, you, know, do, you don't see really Miyazaki like doing like hardcore tr- crime drama. That'd be interesting, though. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, uh, for what it's worth, I, I'll be looking forward to this uh, this trilogy. Yokes, uh, yes. Oh, when's it again coming out? Spring, two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Oh, just a little bit before be the, the rebuild of Evangelion yeah, comes out. Yeah, it'll be it'll be like so. Like I mean, it's a movie. It's it's planned for the theaters. And let's see if this puts. Uh, see if if. Um, our feelings about him being the ne- uh, being the next great anime director. Twist is Gendo's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if he's a great. We'll see, a, and we'll see um, how how close he is now to being on that next level. On that level. So, anyway, we'll uh, take the midi break and be back in about a minute or two. Uh, yeah, we'll be back in a minute or two. Uh, you're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com.
podcast now continues for Thursday night, November the 23rd, 2006, along with fanfic critic and writer Neil Sinclair, industry observer James Austin, and IDForms.net moderator Dean Kolak. This is Mike Nicholas around the table, an anime conversation with you from our studio in Toronto in front of a live audience and online via thecomicden.com. So to those of you who have downloaded this show, uh, don't worry, you haven't downloaded illegal porn. Besides, <laughs> What if they have? These will be on their way. Besides, not as if you want to see any of us without our shirts. <laughs> anyway, um, unless you have some bizarre fetish. <laughs> In that case, I'm what keeping were we my talking shirt about on again. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, so you, so we just showed the trailer. So what do you yes. think? I liked it. It looks lush. Um, that's style, the only that's the only word that comes to mind. Stylistically, it's very similar in design to his mm-hmm. other works, and that's not a bad thing. Oh yeah. So I'm looking forward. You no, know, I mean he's he's playing to his obvious strengths at the moment, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. out well, of his shell, yeah, at a time, but you know. Just wanted to comment also that some parts of that trailer just really really remind me of um, his previous work, Beyond the Clouds, or whatever it's called. Place Promise. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I I am looking forward to that. I wouldn't mind seeing that uh, when it in some form, whenever. Anyway, let's uh, next topic. Um, in August, uh, Dean and I had this interesting conversation. We talked about the remake of the Nagima anime and manga. Now, if you're keeping up, you know that both have essentially been given alternate universe treatments. As we talked about that, it dawned upon me that while some uh, that while Anime often sees the alternate universe treatment. Manga generally doesn't. Okay, I regard that it likely does exist more often than I'm giving it credit for, but I certainly can't recall too many such treatments being ported to North America. So, um, does anyone know any other such treatments on the manga side, or does anyone even want to talk about the merits there, of the whole um, um, alternate universe concept? ADV recently started releasing a manga which... Is based on Evangelion episodes yeah. twenty five or twenty six. Yeah. I can't remember. which Yeah, one. the angelic yeah. days came yeah, to mind as I was writing day. this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people can say Tokyo Pop's Cowboy Bebop because they were too, they were too serious. There's also that. Gundam. Some of the uh, like yeah. the original Gundam I think has like three different versions to it. There's like the Gundam Origins manga, and then there's just the Gundam manga, which is released by Viz. Okay. I know Najika Bleaks actually had a manga after the anime and stuff like that that happens a lot and that one had like alternate universe by the end mm-hmm. where a lot of them just branch off on their yeah. own so to speak i mean just like um, Nijima does i mean i can't the gundam novels hmm? have you read the gundam novels? what do you think of them i like them i didn't like them as much and bright didn't slap people enough well uh, yeah that that job was given to another character yeah no I mean, bright slapping. No bright slapping. I mean, we see this a little bit. Like we see this a lot. We see this. All right. Let me just take this quickly off the table because some people will use the argument that a treatment of a existing manga into its, into an anime form is an alternate is alternate universing as a title. And yeah, but I generally, mean, generally the anime will follow not some verbatim. of the manga, yeah. not verbatim, but you know, I mean, otherwise there's no fun in it. But um, it I, I, it's just not something I can see as an alternate universe. It's just... I think it really depends. It really depends on where they're leaning forward for. Because certain series, you may want to go alternate universe because you can. Maybe with a comedy series, but with a drama series, I think usually you're going to follow it step I by step. I think the changes that are made is not based off for the, for the artistic sake of alternate universe. It's also partly the, the broadcast limits. 
Well, I was I was gonna say maybe you know to kind of distance from the previous work because I mean there was a lot of uh, criticism of the first Negima series that the at least the anime the animated work being maybe even the manga too. No, I'm not sure about the manga. The anime being poor, having poor animation. Like apparently the first few episodes had a lot of edits done to it, and they ended up having to. Um, do something to the video Weren't when they there were some character redesigns too. That's sort of yeah, weird. yeah. They, some they of the characters ended up having different eye colors and hair people colors talked about the hair color expected. being way off. I mean, give me the uh, whole merit of the whole alternate universe concept. Distance from a really bad work previously. That's reworking something so it's actually digestible. Fresh content. Well, fresh, maybe? fresh is I one think? thing. Well, in this case, with the Nagama, it was like, what, released a year ago or something? The mm-hmm. original series, or a year or two ago? Yeah. I don't know, like, um, it, it's interesting how they're, they're, they're both kind of the same, but they're different. I mean, it's not like, you know, the original Nagama series and the current one, you know, take place in completely different worlds. They both take place, like, you know, in, in Japan, and, you know, you still have a uh, 10 or 11-year-old English kid being a teacher of uh, junior high or high school girls. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's just the execution is different. I have to say the although the current one <coughs> is very different, it's awesome. It's just it's really wacky. Serious, it's a more serious take. It's, it's, it's wacky at points, and the animation style is nice. It's lush, in my opinion. <laughs> I have to use that is word. That, is that the word? That'll be the, the word day? today, right? That'll be the word. You know, scream when we hear the word lush. Battle angel. Battle angel. Uh, you have like you have two different manga versions. Mm-hmm. Plus the anime version. The anime version is sort of a synopsized first book or two of the original manga, and then um, the last order goes off and basically does what the creator wanted to do in the original first place. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Tenchi as a um, Tenchi universe. more. I don't not like. What were their merits? What were the merits of the two versions of the two ver- of the various there, well, versions? Well, there's TV. There's, okay, there's OAV. There's TV, mm-hmm. and then there's Tenchi in Tokyo, and then there's Magical Girl. Pretty. Are they savvy. all different from? Are they all different from each other? It's let's let's be able to use the same character designs and tell different stories, and it's okay because you know how the characters are going to react because you've seen them somewhere else, um, with a twist. It's <laughs> fan fiction. Um, fan fiction. It's, it's or it's fan fiction for money. <laughs> um, kind of like um, the best Kenshin. way, yes. Well, I mean, people dismiss dismiss the especially the last Kenshin OAV, the Kenshin TV well, series. Kenshin in Tokyo, um, in my opinion, was it's there. That's all I can say about it. The only thing I liked about it was the end song. And when I'm saying that, I mean that's not really a good, you know. That's yeah. Not, you're you're trying to salvage. I'm trying to salvage. In that case, I, I want to, I want that you know hour of of time back that I spent watching those <laughs> those episodes. Trying kinda to like, convince kind of like myself. me watching live action <laughs> Fist of the North Star. Right? That was good. Actually, they have a Fist of the North Star. Okay, live there was action. one thing that was good about way it. Back. There was yeah. one thing that was good about it. The set design, like the like I I mean it was horrible acting and everything else. Who, who, just just it, curious, who made it? Was it a Japanese production? Or? No, it was a. No. Uh, Australian? Was it? Could have been Australian. Was, was it was Ameri- North was American like Dol- or something. Dolph Lundgren or something. In that no, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren? Was, no, he no wasn't in it. He was, it was like um, one of the Mandalore brothers. I don't know if it was Costas or something like that. I, yeah. It, so he, I know he was an Australian actor was in it. And, yeah, something like Some that. Guy. Some guy. Some guy. But, you, you know, look but it the up sets were really nice. <laughs> well, I'll have to try to keep my eyes on um, for that. Which, again, I guess is you'll like want, You'll want the last two hours of your life back <laughs> afterwards, though. Just a warning. Yeah. Well, is is it like all hot blooded like the uh, no, anime manga? Just 
there. Just there. It's Aww. just there. It's just there. Um, I like Pretty Sammy too because it does a nice um, attack on Bill Gates. <laughs> and what? Magical Pretty Sammy, the OAV does a satirical attack on Bill Gates and his operating system. So, so I, you know, give it top marks for that because anyone who does that, you know. Okay, in my book, I guess they mustn't have been using Windows when they were doing that series. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's like backtracking for a couple seconds. Like the whole Kenshin OAV thing, people dismissed like from the TV series and the manga. Like TV series was pretty faithful to the manga until it kind of surpassed. Until it story. surpassed the story, uh, you know, yeah, source that material. Ha- that happens all. But the time. um, the thing is, people dismissed the OAVs, especially that last OAV as not being part of Kenshin canon because it was bad. No, because like it played a whole load of what ifs too. And Aside it was from, a little more serious. It, well, than the, the other whole OAV was, was serious, but it told like a okay, different. Are, we're referring to the ones that like pretty much took the best arc of the series and compressed it into one episode. Or are we that's talking about accurate. the first that, OVA? Like, um, but then it goes beyond the end of the manga. That was with the big Saito SmackDown, something like that. Yeah, yeah. but um, you know, it, it just it, it, but people did, dismissed it. Even even um even the creator Watsuki himself sort of dismissed well, it. Well, then then. But it's I, 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 your thing but, the but I just didn't really I justify know. it as alternate universe. Here's one. <laughs> it's now an alternate universe. Well, crappy alternate fan, universe. Fanfic for critics. Fanfic it's, for a profit. It's difficult to you know if you have a popular series and it's and it's running as an anime, <coughs> and um, you have a manga which is running sort of side by side with that, and then one oversteps the other. I mean, usually where do you the go? anime, right? Usually the anime, um, which is in um, yeah. But what do you do? You start making well, stuff they up. Made, they they made the start making for, stuff up, or you end, or but you the end thing the series. Is the OAVs were made like a year after the end of the TV series run, so the story of the sto- whole story had been established. The whole story, the backstory of Bato Sai, how he got his mark, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that had been established. Um, and then they made the final OAV. Uh, um, they made the final OAV a, a year or two after that. So uh, by at that point, by that point, the um, manga had been finished. I can't remember anything about it except fire and Saito, and Kenshin going crazy and almost killing someone. Well, they they in all honesty, they should have made it longer than just two episodes, maybe six episodes. But they can't really correct that anymore because the uh, voice actor who did well. Personally, I don't think they should even bother because the guy who did Saito's voice actor passed away. Oh really? The guy who played him. That he I had not been keeping up with. Happened to also be the guy who voiced Bright Noah from the Gundam series. Okay. Oh. See, well, it's a it's a moot point anyway. I don't think anyone cares. Ah. Oh. oh, I'm pretty sure. I don't think anyone cares to make to. Oh well, to, to remake well, it maybe. Oh. But I mean, but we but sometimes we say this now. We mention all this now. First, my own bias for towards the series, but it's been ten years since the TV series first premiered. So there's like a whole. There is a degree of curiosity for the series. At the, oh, who 10 knows? Years later. Who knows? Maybe Watsuki will come back and you know start a continuation of some sort. Because I know he can he, realize that you since will, he realizes that you know he can't make anything else that's. Good. I knew oh. you'd say that. Rose and Maiden. They stopped. The second season was the end of the manga so far. Aren't they doing an OVA though? Oh please God, yes. I'm pretty I don't sure know. they're doing an OVA uh, for it. They, they needs it needs a it needs a third season. Was is what it needs. Whether uh, um, that, that's any. a series I have to start watching, especially yeah. since they had this this uh, this huge tournament about like the anime girls of the of the season or something. Oh yes, the Moe. Yeah, the Moe. Moe off. Yes, mm-hmm. and one of the characters from Rose and Maiden won that. But uh, yeah, it, it's a really good series. Um, but again, will it lose its quality 
to yeah. yeah well, but then I mean, look at okay, look at I mean, look, I never look seen at the it, look so. at the Eva manga versus the uh, series. I mean, the Eva manga is what a chapter. Every like few months. Every few months. I I think more like years. Yeah, and, like, and this is that, the Eva's been out. Eva's been out for how long? Like the most recent yeah. chapter just finished the arc with uh, Kaoru. Yeah. So yeah. basically, that's what episode twenty three. Maybe. So one so, thing. The one thing about Eva that I don't really get is Kaoru has a lot of popularity, but he like appears for like one or two episodes. Which I don't. I just don't uh, get. Well, just, maybe the new movies will explain it. Well, apparently, the, the, apparently the focus the oh, and and focus is supposed to be on her, him and Ray. They're supposed to be central characters. We'll see what they're gonna fight in the mud. Okay, I mean, call, all right, back to alternate universe. Um, not oh, all yeah, right. Let's go to Japan. Ray and Kaoru fighting in the mud again. <laughs> <laughs> that, you're just so going to disappoint everyone now. Everyone's like, go, yeah. I mean, Batman has seen like going back to whole alternate they, universe, Batman has seen <laughs> three different incarnate three different in- possible incarnations like in the 60s the uh, 80s and 90s and then the recent Batman Begins it's not even no that, that doesn't and even then, cover the Batman animated series either mm-hmm. where you have <coughs> Super Friends which was crap um, <laughs> and then the rate, later re-envisioning by Bruce Timm Hmm. Um, and then now you have the um, Justice League version that just came out, where the designer for Jackie Chan has re-envisioned Batman yet again. Yeah. So, is there any merit to all of this, or is this just for profit again? Profit. Um, That's what it all comes out. I like the Tim Batman. I don't like the Jackie Chan guy Batman. So, and I don't like what he's done in regard to character designs for other characters like uh, the Joker. So, I mean. I think everybody brings something to the table. It's just sometimes what you bring to the table is crap. Um, I mean, and this and, and this applies to everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, with him, you had Harley Quinn, right? Mm-hmm. Who was a animated series character who has become Batman canon now. In yeah, the, in the comics. So I mean, you got that transition going on too. So. Mm-hmm. And she's in the birds of birds of prey thing, isn't she? Well, the old birds of prey. Ah, oh, never mind. Remember that? Remember that series? I remember the series. Oh, I didn't man. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Proud you were better off. It got canceled after how many episodes? Half a dozen. I know it had Barbara Gordon in it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just gone. Pretty bad, 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 bad. But you know, I guess that's a whole. I want to see it. Maybe you're better off. You'll you'll want those last three hours of your life back, or six, well, that's, or twelve, that's, or many. It episodes seems to be left. that's that's our uh, another saying for the night. You know, Thank you me. want your da 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 hours back. Give me my life. time back. <laughs> Give me back my <laughs> life. <laughs> so, but you know, is alternate universe even a worthwhile thing to do? Like in in anime, in manga, in you know, like it's done. It's done a lot. I mean, it's done in comic books all the time. In North American comic books all the time. Is it worth doing? Uh, from well, look at Star Trek. Their mirror universe. Oh, they always do that. They, oh, do, they that. do that within episodes too. <laughs> I mean, D- DS Nine at points start, started playing with that. Yeah, they, they? and they basically mm-hmm. were using the same mirror mirror continuity. And then even Enterprise went back and revisited uh, that with, whole thing. And that was like mm-hmm. one of the last few episodes too. One, yeah, I know. It's, last, a, it's just the last for season a new... of Enterprise, which was the best season. So alternate season, alternate universe. Oh, I agree. Totally. Yeah. Fourth alternate season was universe awesome. for the sake of renewal, <laughs> for the yeah. sake of profit. 
don't know if that's the case, but I mean, alternate universe. It's always like I mean, is I, always going to be visited because I think people as uh, a whole are always going to ask, "What if? What if?" And I think that's also why the fanfic, fanfic, the whole fanfic thing is still always strong because people like to play those games. I'd like to get off my lazy ass and find out where originally really people started writing fan fiction and I mean I know they were doing it with the Bronte sisters like they were doing like alternate universe Wuthering Heights things no, I'm pretty no. sure that if you and type that, it into Wikipedia hard. you'll find something so, so, you know, but the thing is that, that, that's, that seems to be the whole thing at its heart the whole concept of the alternate universe of using making alternate universe the only di- like it's it is a fanfic it's, it is somebody else playing a what if and the only difference is whether or not it's actually quote unquote endorsed by you know the rights holder yeah and that's sometimes well sometimes it's the producer playing what if mm-hmm. what if I had a bigger budget the last time I was allowed to do this sounds like George Lucas in that case alternate universes yes can go all wrong so <laughs> it doesn't work out all the time <laughs> anyway uh, but you know it's always worthwhile if only because you know sometimes we're just bored just got to do something else with the same title but you know refresh well George Lucas we were just talking Lego Oh yeah, the re, the re, the, I mean that's that's a, a total reimagining of Star Wars, which again I think reinvents the series in its own Legoy way. <laughs> well, appa- I know you're a big fan of it too. Uh, apparently, they're doing something similar with Star Trek because they're releasing a new movie in 2008. Yeah, it'll play. It'll play a what if uh, you know when Kirk and Spock first met. So they're gonna like backtrack oh, to when they first slash met. Slash fiction from hell. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, and then I think uh, Nimoy and Spock, or Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner will have a big say on who plays who, on who plays who will succeed them as their younger versions of their... Uh, I'm pretty sure Shatner will be too busy doing his uh, new TV show, Show Me the Money. Show Me the Money. (laughs) (laughs) It'll just be endless scenes of Kirk and Spock snapping towels at each other's (laughs) ass in the gym. <laughs> is that what we really need to go off on? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's yeah, fanfiction out there you have about that. You have something to ma- to confess? No. Okay, thank you. We'll beat the confession out of him during the break. Anyway, we, um, that's it. So uh, back in a couple seconds with uh, final insults. Next, you're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. Forgot to mention, like in that call conversation last segment, we forgot to mention Ray Earth. Oh, so yeah, there's another one, but I can't atta- I can't say anything either way because I only know the I've only seen the first TV series and never seen the OAV and never seen the second season. So, but take that for what it's worth. Anyway, um, anyway, this is our second last show of 2006. So next week will be our last last one uh, of the se- of. You know, the last one before Christmas. But anyway, time now for final insults. Uh, so who wants to go first this week? I'm happy already because I already found out that Dean doesn't have, uh, initially really has to think of one on the fly. So we know it's not going to be that long. Oh, it'll be long. I'll figure it. I'll figure well, something out. Why don't you out. do it right now since you're no, saying no, no, you're no, Okay, go. so who wants, go first? who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Flip a coin. Oh, jeez. Uh, it's more like roll of dice because there's like four of us. There's like four of us. Oh, I always go last. Uh, you want to go first, James, since you already... Sure, had something on, on your I mind. had something on the brain. Go ahead. 
Uh, I don't know. Like, um, I'm thinking today is the day in Japan they're releasing uh, the Jump Ultimate Stars uh, for the DS, and I'm intrigued uh, to import and see which ones they throw in because it seems they've really went the gambit of trying to get the weirdest Jump people ever. I'm really intrigued to see uh, from City Hunter who they brought in, if playable. But I wish they'd have more playable characters of weird characters like the Ichigo 100% uh, universe, even though I know some people would say schoolgirls and panties aren't good fighters. But anyway, that's for another day. Backtrack. Like th- this um, j- Jump Fighters, this is like a... This is like- like a shonen jump and the jump universe it's like a fighting it's a it's a a a smash brothers game it's a smash it's essentially um smash brothers set to jump characters yeah basically but it's a good idea and in that that basically you're fighting on the manga pages and then the touch screen is used basically to call up your help characters to help you heal or whatever and other characters to basically do um, attacks on the other characters and then battle characters which are actually battling with and it's actually manga style and it so it works really nicely okay but it's a good plug for people just to see other manga characters and stuff like that so it's an interesting idea yeah maybe it's also a pl- uh, maybe maybe we can also make that a request to whoever may whoever may want to actually bring it here in North America it'll never it'll never come like viz has the rights to all the stuff Except I just don't see them having the balls to bring it out here because the rights are scattered all over the place sometimes in some cases. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things. But thank you for uh, throwing the gauntlet on that, though. <laughs> the balls. Okay, Dean, you're up. Uh, you're on the clock. All right. Uh, first and foremost, interesting uh, license rele- or license recently was by ADB picking up uh, Sergeant Frog or Kuro Gonzo. Um, interesting in that there's like a shitload of references to like stuff like Gundam and model kits. I would have expected one of the two Bandai licensors in North America to pick it up rather and than maybe glowing ray. Um, the weird the weird thing about the license is um, ADV like did this whole thing how they got hacked and it was just like a promotional thing for it for them picking the license up. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is I'm not sure if I mentioned this last time. But apparently for the rebuild of Evangelion, they're changing at least, at the very least, the seal logo from um, the face of Lilith to a apple with a serpent going through it. More, as Neil mentioned, a more blatant Christian reference. Um, it's, you know, subtlety, Christian subtlety, Christian reference subtlety was just not ever a strength of Eva, you know. Yeah. So. Um, but that's pretty much it. I've... Aside from that, I finished reading the H2 manga by Mitsuru Adachi and was kind of disappointed. The ending should have gone a bit longer because it just ends, you know, there's a big, huge rivalry between these two uh, friends from junior high and, you know, they have their match in the last two volumes and, Mm -hmm. you know, their match ends in the second last chapter and then, you know, uh, it's, it's a semifinal game and they don't really say what happens after, whether the, whichever of the two teams, I'm not gonna mention who wins goes on to win the whole because it's all about Koshi and the uh, high school yeah. baseball tournament and they don't just you know explain okay what ended up happening is you know this team ended up winning it all you know it just ends with uh, the uh, winning team going to their net to the final and that's it okay and the other thing I want to mention is I've uh, kicked the kicked Final Fantasy 12 to the curb for a whole week so mm-hmm. I've actually been getting a little bit more sl- better sleep so which uh, addiction agency did you go to to kick your habits so they can all go to it? Uh, well, I kind of just, because um, I lend my PS2 to my cousins, and they live right across the street. In other words, it's cold turkey. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Thank you. I, 
on just uh, around two minutes. That's actually not bad. Oh, and I also want to mention that <laughs> <laughs> you're going for the record, huh? I just wanted to mention that um, for those who haven't watched it yet, uh, Canon 2060 Kyoto Animation version should be watched. You're it's repeating yourself. Now. I know. I know. You're repeating just, yourself. I'm trying to Thank promote you. it. I'm listen trying to, to promote it. Ep- listen to past episodes <laughs> with him, okay? We just wasted how much of our life? Yeah, uh, thirty seconds. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Neil. Character designers, just stop. Stop reusing the same damned character type for the same damned character, or a different damned character in the case. Again, going back to Black Blood Brothers, I mean, you were, I mean, come on, people. The Alucard um, clone slash, you know, it's like, I don't want to see that. I'd rather, I mean, if you're going to do that, do Carbon San Diego as vampire. Please. <laughs> I was thinking... And I was thininking about, and as you were talking about that, I, I thought I was thinking as I was watching Maisani Cuckoo looking you can at call Kyoko, her in Carmine and San Diego. then Kikio from uh, Inuyasha because there are some similarities, but they're they're everywhere anyway. Can you see that Carmen San Diego going through time, ripping people's throats out? <laughs> <laughs> I see that. I do see that. I dream just knowing of that how sometimes. knowing how um, not so friendly a character she's meant to be, right? See, that'd be much better. But I mean, having the guy do that all the time with a stupid hat. In the stupid suit. I mean, come on, people. Let's get something a little new. <laughs> or, and then, of course, there's the names. Sorry, I guess. <coughs> like, let's just spell our name, or take the name Dracula and spell it backwards. And do Everyone this before Yeah, Dracula, Alucard, that seems, that, that's like, it's, that's oh, a no. common motif. I know, and it's, it's pissing me off. You have every right to be. I, I, I get tired of it's just like, the whole thing anyway. Get, you know, call him Sven sometime or something. <laughs> just for the sake of not calling him a Lucard. Yeah. Oh, that works out for me, actually. Thanks. Okay. Um, let me quickly turn on a spoiler alert here. At the end of September, we saw what we believe to be Fuji TV's last say on the whole Dencho Toko Saka saga with the airing of the follow-up Dencho Toko Deluxe TV movie. The story, if you don't know, follows yet another attempt to expose both Dencha's identity to the public and break up Dencha and Hermes a year after the events of the TV series. For what it's worth, the movie was fairly predictable and perhaps unnecessary, but I guess it's still enjoyable to watch considering how good the original series was. But to me, at the heart of the movie was a point about protecting Dencha and Hermes' privacy from those who wanted to exploit it for true profit even at the cost of Dencha and Hermes' own relationship. Perhaps a little contradictory considering Fuji TV wanted to dip into the well one final time with a, gro- with a globe-trotting epic. In their defense, at least they're not putting up a couple million yen to expose everyone's identity, which is a plot in the, in the movie. Besides, Fuji TV likely needed the money to pay for the use of even more George Lucas movie music. Take a guess which one this time. You'll know where it comes in when you see if you ever see this. Anyway, for once, I would like to see something set to the theme song to ABC's Wild Wide World of Sports while someone is crashing and burning. Literally or figuratively, it really doesn't matter. At least as long as it's not my own life. And spoiler alert. Anyway, that's it for this week. Um, good night and good luck. And join us next week for our final show of 2006 on thecomicden.com. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to send an email to roundtable at thecomicden.com. 
Also, please check the show's official home at www.thecomicden.com for show info, past episodes, and directions to the store in Mississauga, Ontario, now celebrating 27 years in business. The Anime Roundtable is a production of Mike Nicholas, copyright 2006.